This is Beyond Kink with Master Dion. I am your host, Master Dion. This unique podcast is a raw and unapologetic glance into the forbidden world of kink. We're here to defunct the misconceptions and to stimulate your curiosities around the kink lifestyle. We're going to hit you with harsh realities of the who and what of the kink world through powerful conversations and kinky fun. This podcast is for anyone from the curious newbie to the veteran keister to use this platform to express, grow, and play in this mysterious lifestyle. As always, keep it kinky. Kingsters, kinksters, kinksters, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Beyond Kink with Master Dion. And I'm Master Dion. Thank you for joining me this week. I, um, again, appreciate y'all always coming back, listening to the podcast, and hopefully we are making a um, a little crack into your beliefs and how things should be going on in the kink world. So today, 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 what are we talking about today? Today, uh, we're talking about money. Money, money, money. We're going to, how do you make money or how money is being made in the kink world? How kinksters are really uh, taking advantage of this lifestyle and the kink world and, and profiting off of, hopefully, the positive stuff uh, in the lifestyle. Now, there, of course, there's some negative stuff, too, that we'll talk about. But if for the people that know me, especially um, in Colorado, you know that um, I personally have built a business in the kink world, and um, it's predominantly event planning and party hosting, things like that. And I'm expanding into a lot more stuff. Obviously, the podcast is another thing too. But I I want to to really dive in today about how people are making money because if you're in the kink world and and you're a young person and I know most people basically especially the young ladies or the young um trans person are jumping into OnlyFans and thinking that's the only way to make some money or become a sugar baby and find a sugar person or sugar daddy to to take care of them. Well, there's more than that. And um hopefully this episode will help you oh it will help expand your mind and really look at some of the different things. But before we get into that, let's do what we always do. Let's make some announcements about what's uh, going on. Again, May 15th on the rooftop party, Beyond Kinks, Kinky Rooftop Party with the X-Rated After Party. I got some bad news. And it sucks. I got some bad news. Our after party location has been scrapped. We have found out that the after, after party location they're closing down all the power and the electricity. And because it's a church, maybe God stepped in. Oh, God stepped in and closed our church down. Sinners! So we will be having a new location. I'll have a place where we'll all still get to be do the after parties. But um, I'll update all the event uh, places where we post and make sure that we have a new location. Again, that party is May 15th. We still have the rooftop, though. The rooftop is still going on. It's just after party location has changed. May 20th was, will again be the Kink and Curious. And we're narrowing down. When I say we, I mean uh, INM and Blossom and I are narrowing down the location. And um, it's going to be a couple of different things and it's going to be exciting. Um, uh, INM just took me to a, a location that I really liked. And, and hopefully we'll utilize that place. This, this, 
Second one will be probably in the city of Denver. But I want y'all to know that we're not going to limit ourselves to just Denver. We're looking at locations in northern Colorado for all you kinksters up north. And we're going to start looking down south, um, somewhere in the Colorado Springs, to um, host some kink and curious events. So stay tuned for that. We we are going to create some some funnels so that y'all can pay attention to those kink and cures. I think we're creating a group on FetLife um, so that you can kind of pay attention about where we're going to have a next location at. And if you're interested in being one of the hosts, I would suggest that you reach out to us either through INMs on Fate, Fate, FetLife page or through, um, I don't know, questions at beyond-kink.com or info at beyond-kink.com, either one of those. All right. and. Wow, yep. What One last big thing to tell you. I told you I'm coming out with a bonus podcast. Now, this is a little short 10, 15-minute podcast of Master Dion talking shit. The first episode is going to be released on May 8th. So they, it's, a, it's a short that I'm going to release on Saturdays just to be talking shit. And I'm not going to... It's not like a whole... Uh, weekly type of thing. I'm going to do it on a maybe a monthly type of situation where I'm just spitting fire, spitting fire at your ass, and it's gonna it's gonna be um, a subscription base. I'm going to make the first one the first one free for everybody to listen to, and um, uh, if you want to continue to listen to this to this Master Dion talking shit, it's going to be a subscription base. It's, it's going to be very cheap. I just want to start generating some money in that uh, for this podcast as we continue to grow. It's going to be somewhere about two to two to five dollars per month, just depending on uh, what we're uh, how many times I feel like doing it. I got a long list of shit to talk shit about, so let's just be aware it's going to be good. It's also going to also throw some tidbits. I'm going to talk shit and throw some some kind of mentoring points. Definitely going to be helpful for people that are trying to be masters, trying to be doms, and subs. It will be definitely good for you to kind of to listen to, to hear some of these kind of pointers. But I don't want you to be fooled. This is going to be some shit that I'm going to be talking shit. So if you're getting easily offended, just don't pay for it. And just continue with the nice, gentle, beyond kink podcast. All right. So before I get into what we're talking about today, making money in the kink world, got to talk about last week and what the fuck happened over this last week. Let me give a shout out to my boy. I'm starting to get to know him. Master Germ. Master Germ. His birthday party was, like, was it last week now? It'll be two weeks by the time this podcast comes out. And um, his, his slave is the one that um, organized a party with a couple of uh, uh, good friends of theirs that organized the party. And um, it was cool, you know. It was we went there, hung out, uh, had some cake, sing, sing, happy birthday. There was some fucking going on. There was, I guess, there was a. I didn't know this. I guess I got there too late. But I guess Master Germ had a reverse game bang on him. What a lucky motherfucker! Congratulations, Master Germ. What happened to the fucking invite, huh? It could have been two masters getting. Gang banged by a whole bunch of ladies. But I understand. I understand. Greed. Greed is another sin. Did you invite anybody to your birthday party? I invited everybody to my birthday party. <laughs> God damn it. 
My birthday party, everybody was invited. No, nah, I'm just playing. Uh, uh, but I want to give shots out again to Master German and uh, say happy birthday. Happy 130th birthday. You're a nice old ass dude. Congrats. Um, there was a couple of things that I, I wanted to say about the party. So I, I find myself, it, it had nothing to do with this actual specific birthday party, but I'm starting to find myself as more and more I'm going to these parties that I'm not quite enjoying them as much. And, and I'm trying to figure out why in the hell um, are things changing for me? Well, this last time, I'm starting to see it. I'm, I'm in like protector mode the entire time that I'm there. I'm not even enjoying the party. I'm just sitting there watching people, even though it's not my event, even though it's not my party. Because I know it's a kink party, I go into this protector mode. And I saw some things that were unnoticeable and it started to get into my mind. And now I'm checking with um, a young lady and she's like, no, there's nothing going on. There's no problems. And uh, I'm trying to have to figure out how to not consume my, my, my um, I guess, my protector role or my masterism. Is that a word? Well, we're going to make up a fucking word today. Masterism to every fucking event that I go to. Sometimes, let me try to relax and have some fun and enjoy the fucking party. But, you know, I'm trying to work on that shit and we'll see. But just kind of... This kind of what's something I felt there. So when you're going to these parties, try to have fun unless you are, if it's less at your event. And trust me, I'll talk about this later, but when you're doing your own events, you ain't going to have fun. If you go there to have fun, then you're not there to make money. So, you know, you want to protect everybody and make everybody feel great at the party. But that wasn't my role. And so I'm like, eh, this is kind of, this is kind of uh, wearing me down. So, and, and, and my slave to be was there and, and, um, she had noticed, she was like, you know, like your attention is to the, the surroundings and not to her as much or not into having fun and stuff like that. I'm also seeing that, I'm, now this is going to sound fucking ironic. I'm throwing these parties and stuff like that. I'm starting to come a little bit more introvert, not, I'm not an introvert, but just a little less social and I'm. I got to make sure that I'm watching myself that I'm not starting to change into this, to this other person that who I've never been my entire life. So as I have always said, you're constantly growing and learning in this lifestyle and make sure you're identifying yourself about the, uh, identifying yourself about the whole, how, how things are progressing or anything like that in your life. That goes to, Another thing, uh, the slave to, slave to be is an old slave, and um, uh, we're trying it again for for the second time. And I'm starting. I'm doing more research for these episodes, and for since I'm doing these more reach for research for this ep, for the, for the podcast, I'm starting to notice that I'm adapting more some of the things that I'm talking about. In my personal life. And I think I'm becoming, well, at least I've been told I'm becoming a better master. And and I'll I'll say it was more of becoming a better person in a relationship, I should say. And because of it's a relationship, 
And because of the dynamics of the relationship, I'm becoming a better master. So I'm hoping that that all this research and what I'm spewing out to y'all every week is going to be helpful to, to people that are listening. But just letting you know that it's been more helpful to me too. All right, that's kind of really got what I got as far as this whole last week. Um, if you don't know, I was, I'm a pilot or I'm almost a pilot and I was able to land a few times. And so I'm getting there and hopefully I'll be, I, can you imagine if I opened up a, a, just one nice plane that was called Master Dion's fuck plane or some shit like that. And I'm flying people and we're going to Vegas and, and the whole insides is beds. Dope. Strap, or uh, not strap on. What are that? I mean, seat belts and condoms. I don't know why strap on was on my mind, but it's, it was on my mind. All right. So today's topic, today's topic is about how kinksters are making money in the kink world. And the reason why I speak about how, uh, speak, I wanted to talk about this is because as most of y'all know, I am an entrepreneur. Um, I'm small business. We are in this game to not only make money, to live a freer life, to be able to take advantage of our kink side and explore in the kink side, but may also grow for other people to enjoy uh, kink outside of just going to somebody's house. So this is where we, um, and I'm saying we because I'm in the world as a kinkster and as a as a business person. So what we want to talk about today is kind of the 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 many different ways of making money. But first I'm going to kind of talk about myself. Uh, <laughs> is that unusual talking about myself? Well, and the reason why I want to talk about self is kind of give you if you de- if you're been thinking about doing some business in the kink world, then uh there's certain approaches or certain ways that you have that I feel like you have to be and are maybe the way I was. And maybe you can take some of that from there. Um, I've been an entrepreneur since I graduated college. And the first step for me being an entrepreneur was to, uh, I became a professional poker player after having one job. And then I was like, ah, I don't want to work for somebody else. And it was a pretty good job, but at that time, which is completely different than now, I was an IT manager. Yeah, I was I was the little guy that got all the certifications, had the college degree, and went straight into work. And uh, that shit got old pretty quick. I mean, I, I I was trying to go to the clubs, trying to fuck bitches, and then I was watching porn at work. So that really wasn't working out too well. And uh, so I was like, you know what? Let me go and be a poker player. And, you know, I did a fairly well job of doing uh, playing poker professionally. I, I, I did well enough to move out to Vegas. And then um, as I was getting fatter, sitting in a chair and not doing anything, not working out. I mean, I'm talking about what I'm telling you is that I left college where I was in ripped as hell to where I was going to the gym and going to work to now sit in a chair for fucking 12 hours a day. And so the money was good, but I didn't turn into this person that I didn't, and I didn't really identify with. So I had a talk with my pops and my pops was like, Hey, there's an opportunity to take over this business back in Denver. And I had at the time was, um, 
wasn't really too focused on going back to Denver. I was more trying to get me and my daughter to move out to L.A. because L.A. was more of a scene for uh, poker players. And 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 it's where I'm from originally, and I wanted to move back there just to meet, uh, to deal with more of my family. But I decided to come back to Colorado. And when I did, uh, I did my assessment. Now, I had... I had did enough study about business to do an assessment of the business that I wanted to get in. And the, the business was an ice cream and coffee shop and it was not a good idea. And I had, I had thought it was a bad idea and it was a horrible idea because of, of, uh, first of all, my lack of knowledge of, of coffee and ice cream. I didn't even at that time, just tell you how crazy I am. At that time, I never had a, a sip of coffee in my life. And I'm opening up a coffee and ice cream shop. Oh, and I'm lactose intolerant. So now I, I'm not even really tasting my ice cream. So I'm opening up a coffee and ice cream shop. Well, that lasted for about seven years. And in this whole time, I'm developing my kink, my kink uh, presence and, and trying to have slaves and trying to do all this kind of shit. And... Um, I'm not going to go too much in that detail of what happened, but then that closed down in 2010. And then I started another business after I went to school and got my master's degree. Yes, I know. Master Dion has a master's A master with a master's. Pretty interesting. And um, it, it was focused on business and organizational management. And I started my next business and it was wildly successful. And in that, in that process of me doing that business, uh, I was still gaining and growing in the in the kink world, and now I'm starting to become a a real presence in the kink world. And this is mid 2010, so about 2015, 2016. And eventually, it got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm open up a club, and I converted one of my warehouses into a club, and that was my entrance into entrepreneurship into the kink world was to actually have a club, and many. No, not maybe not many, but a lot of people know that I it was called the Club of Kings, and um, it didn't let it, it didn't even last a year. But the the effect that it had on the community was actually pretty strong. Like there there was a ton of people that came through there. There was there was a presence that was that that was put, there was a stamp I should say that was put onto the kink world as far as Colorado's concerned. But we had we we um, we had a good time. That's there's a whole nother reason why that closed down that we're not going to discuss here. They, but you know that got end up getting closed down, and I decided that I was going to focus more on the event planning and event management, and maybe eventually get back into a club because the cl- the type of club that I had is has not been done here, and it's not been done the, again. And I think it's a little risky, and I'm all about taking risks. So I bridged that gap to being a traditional type of entrepreneur and and merged it into this kinky entrepreneur. So I'm utilizing my education and my lifestyle to try to generate money. So that being said, we kind of wanted to, we just laid out, and when I say we, um, I&M and I just laid out the kind of many different things that uh, people can make money in this lifestyle. And we're going to start with what a lot of, especially a lot of young folks, but a lot of folks know in the kink world where they can make money. And that's like the personal type of video or 
point of view or I don't know, face to face. I don't know what it's called. The videos like mini vids, OnlyFans and like the webcaming type of stuff. Now, there's obviously been some very successful people who have utilized those type of mediums, but it's, it is an overwhelming um, saturation of people that are trying to make money from there. And when you're, when you're dealing with that, you, you have to, there's pros and cons about everything. You have to understand that now your face, your body, your uh, privates or whatever the hell you want to say are now exposed to the world. And that stuff is out there. And if you're, if you're a 21-year-old and you're just getting started and you're going through college, you know, those are the kind of things that you have to think about. You may be okay with it, but you have to think about that that stuff is going to probably stick with you for the rest of your life. Not saying bad or good. I'm just saying that you make sure you think about these decisions before you do them. And if you, if you decided that you want to be a lifer at the age of 21, well, I'm going to tell you right now. What you're in most people's life, and I'm saying most people, the career that they think they're going to have at 21 isn't the career they're going to have when they're 35 or when they're 40. So I want you to think about that and be aware um, of the consequences of when you're 35. Now, again, I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm telling you to think about that. And if you're okay with that and and you understand that, then move forward. But then don't say shit. And when you're 35 and somebody pulls up a video of you and, and um, uh, it affects your life. Those are the kind of things that, that um, I've thought about. You know, I did a, uh, a naked photo shoot for some money when I was fucking 18, 19. If somebody can find those motherfuckers, let me know. Because I want to see what the hell I looked like when I was 18, 19 naked. But... Uh, uh, I have no idea where that it was such a long time ago and it was like I needed some money and some old it this gonna sound like a joke, but it ain't. It was like some old white guy had an ad and I went over there and he took pictures of me and it paid me money. God, is that that's pretty fucking embarrassing, but you know that so you just gotta understand those are kind of things that happen. Another th- another approach seems to be selling dirty panties and socks and other items. Uh, and used toys that I think it's, I don't know if it's guys too. Maybe just, maybe it's just the more feminine uh, people that are, are making money off of this stuff. But I'm, I'm hearing there are some people that are making some decent amount of money. You know, you're getting a fucking $3 pair of panties and you're selling them for $25. That's a fucking hell of a margin. If you can, if you can sell enough of those things. I personally worry about, I don't ever think about what you're doing. You're selling the stuff. But I think about the pervert or the person on the other side who's now got your DNA and somehow is got some machine that's now creating a clone of your ass or something. I don't know what the fuck. But I just don't like, you know, like I don't want my semen traveling around the world. Next thing you know, somehow they've, they've got a machine to make my semen go back alive. And now I got little, little... Dionets all over the goddamn country. Fuck that. I don't want all those goddamn little little dudes and dudettes to be around the country, around the world. So I don't know. But, you know, that's a way to, to make money. It's not, who knows if it's a lot of money. I'm not saying anything like that, but it's a, it's a, a, money, uh, it's a way people are making money in the kink world. Erotica. Now, I don't fucking know how to pronounce that first one. Clit, what? 
literature and say the second one literatica there are people writing stories and and are doing fairly fucking well with writing their uh writing erotica stories that are kind of focused in the kink world and are surrounding it and uh uh are becoming very big successes if you are a writer and you're in the kink world maybe that's something um that you focus on that you you're to write this stuff you should talk to if you don't have those type of stories or if you're not as creative but you are a great writer maybe it's more of talking to other people getting stories you know um i don't know what seeking arrangements means so i mean like you're talking about the website what does that gotta what does that mean Uh, okay well i got a note from i&m and that just threw me off and so uh the uh what i was saying is that you know as a writer there's multiple ways to to kind of build upon the lifestyle as you already know and as we all already know that a young lady wrote a series about the uh, 50 shades of gray and that was explosive what does that tell you that means that people even if they're not in the lifestyle they want to read about it they want to know about it and i mean she obviously put a little romantic spin on it but it was it's something that that can you know you can make a lot of money off it if you put a full effort into it then we got some a more we're kind of switching a little bit more the film doms which um I don't know film doms is is definitely seems to be an approach where people are there are people that want to be forced into giving up their money or they they get an arousal about getting money taken from them I am not obviously I'm clearly not familiar with this but I know that it's a a way that there are doms that are surviving um, and may it be whatever gender, there are people that want to give up their money for um, the satisfaction of the dom. And so they're, they're the, there's a film dom and I have no clue of how much money they're making. I just know that, that it's a, a real thing. So if you think you want to become a film dom, uh, Finn, I want to say film down films, financial dom. If you don't know what I'm talking about, a financial dom, then you need to research it and see what it's about. I can't tell you any more than about that. Pro doms. So that's a very, that's a very thriving, successful industry where there are pro doms that are out there making money off of, uh, off of offering their services. And for most states, and then you have to check with your state. But for most states, it's uh, because if a pro dom is not doing sex, uh, then then they're obviously if you're doing sex, you're doing prostitution. But if you're not doing sex and you take you keep it in the realm of a pro dom, uh, when I mean by a pro dom, so I mean like if it's a film dominant, fin domination, or if it's whipping, or if it's uh, uh, degraded degradation or something whatever you gotta go research it but there's a lot of successful people uh that are uh making money in that lifestyle as uh as a profession so i want you to to if you if you're interested in that now you know there's a lot of requests i've heard of some very crazy requests so you know you have to put yourself in that and see what 
is that, you know, if you feel like you're uh, that kind of, of a person, well, I know there's a lot of factors into it. And then you still have to build up your name. There's a lot of uh, people out there as pro dom. So your website, your um, all your social media, those, all that stuff has to be up to date. And you better know what you're doing. And it looks like it looks like to me there's a lot of upfront investment as far as the 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 toys and the outfits and the website creation and all that kind of stuff like that. Maybe not a lot, but there you know there's there's things that uh, if you want to set up, obviously you need to have a location. Unless it's an online pro dom, which I don't know how successful that is or not. You got to have a, a location or be a part of somebody else's I don't know covenant some whatever their business location is to to be a part of that stuff. Uh, something a little bit more, uh, I would say a little bit more vanilla, but uh, photography and videography. There's there's some there's some professionals out there. Now there are some perverts that are just want to take your picture, but there are some professionals out there that are that uh, if you've been doing all this photography for business and for just regular life or you're taking wedding photos and stuff like that there's a potential to expand into that lifestyle and uh there's a lot of couples individuals who would like to have some more professional pictures especially after i talked about how to set up your profile now you know be careful you know if you get if you're too glammed up sometimes people are like oh this is a real photo and stuff like that but you know if you if you are the actual photographer or videographer you can I, there's plenty of opportunities where people are looking at for those type of works in the kink world. I know we're, I, you know, we're always looking for photographers. I think we've had, we found a good one and a videographer, but that it's a, one of the main points of our, our business model. Uh, some of the things that, that I think people don't think about is like the manufacturers of kink supplies, furniture, leather, paddles, clothing, other materials. I, that's I'm not. That's just a very small list of stuff. But they are in the kink world. They are producing for people in the kink world. You know, so if you and I know this guy and he's really good at wood, and he builds. Um, he built me a fucking spectacular platform that we use for the Sibian. And and you know, those this he's a more of a custom type of. He was just kind of experimenting. But if you have those kind of traits. Oh, um, we also had a baby girl who made me a a paddle out of um, what was this stuff that it was resin. You know, like those are those are kind of the the things that if you have a skill set, you might be able to sell that stuff online. You know, Etsy or or maybe even through FetLife. I don't know, but it's just a little bit outside the box. You're like, oh well, I've always done this and I've always done that. I never thought about it in the kink world. Well, that's a great way to make some money in the kink world. Like it's not, it's not a a limit to what you can do. Now, this has actually been done a lot. Uh, the next one, which is classes, uh, there's there's a great organization that I know that um, does classes. I don't know if they still do or not, but they they're doing classes on Saturday, and it's about the poly lifestyle or about anything. I know that um, there's a club in Denver, Colorado that teaches rope, and they. And they help with um, um, you know, understanding the how to do rope. And I'm telling you, I tried to do rope without learning how to do rope. And the slave just slipped out of it like it was shit. And I was like, oh, man. So 
It's a technique to that kind of stuff. So these classes are, are ways. If you have mastered a technique of how to do something, that might be an option. And I know some people use Meetup uh, or you can offer, there's the, in the event section of, of FetLife, you can sit there and offer those classes. Now, if you don't have a name, then you need to make sure you're descriptive enough in your explanation about what you're offering and, you know, maybe offer the first class free or something like that or some way to, to get people to come there so they can see what you do so you can kind of build a platform. It's going to be important to have a curriculum. If you don't know how to do a classes, but you have information, then you need to talk to somebody who maybe you got a teacher that's around, or maybe you have somebody that understands how to build a curriculum or go online, frankly, and build a curriculum and make sure that you are practicing your curriculum. But it's a great way to, to make some money uh, and talk about the shit that you like to do. So uh, this next one is what is another part that I'm trying that I'm going to be getting into and is coaching slash mentoring. So the reason why I'm mentioning this is because I've been approached a, f- a few times about mentoring somebody to be a better master or to be a dumb or just to maneuver in the lifestyle. And sometimes you have that knowledge that other people want. And if you have that knowledge or if you've I don't care what anybody says, if you've been in the lifestyle for five, 10, 20 years, you have more knowledge than the new people coming in. If you can find a way to really convert that into dollars, it's it's something that I would suggest because I think mentorship is a huge part of what we need in this lifestyle so that people don't keep going down being becoming violators or or uh, fucking up with people and 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 creating some other kind of bad image for the lifestyle. So I I don't see it as much. I don't see a whole bunch of coaching and mentorship stuff online. And I think that's an important part to what we should be offering to people. And if, if people are serious about this lifestyle, I'm sure they'll come in and participate. The next one is obviously something that I'm predominantly in, and that's the partying events. Now, we over the years have enjoyed plenty of parties and plenty of events especially these these balls, the fetish balls and and the large expos and conferences and stuff like that. And th- we just need to continue to grow on that. I have so much more of a better time if I'm going to a kink party than I do just going to a regular party. Or I can go to a kink club and there's still dancing and music and drinks and stuff like that and just do a regular club. I My... Personally, that's my preference over anything. I rather I wish I can go to a club that was a kink club and people are dancing and drinks like a regular club, except for half the girls are in lingerie or they're um, um, or there's pasties on or something like that. But it's more of a private club. I know I'm I'm kind of biased by that. But you know, like if you are an event planner, if you are a party goer or party maker or why why would you exclude that out of your portfolio that you can there's a whole audience of people out there who are enjoying this lifestyle and of course after covid is is finally starting to well it depends on whose opinion you ask but as as we're getting the grip on this covid things people are trying to get the fuck outside and that 
is going to be a very huge thing. That rolls me into the to the next one, and that's kink clubs. Well, we got a few here in Denver, Colorado, but I don't think it's enough. I think if you have a great idea and if you're trying to expand, I know I was working with the gentleman who decided to go a different route, but there is there's there's a need out there for for uh, a, another kink club or something a little bit more different. You know that the each one that are here now has some uh, specific focus on there. And uh, the one I had, had a very general focus on it. But it's just a lack. Like, especially right now when we're trying to come out of it, we're trying to come out of the COVID thing, we're getting back outside, the sun is fucking shining. As of today, when I'm recording this podcast, it's fucking 70 degrees outside. It's beautiful. We're trying to get the fuck outside. And that's where I really think that we'll start coming back together is what those kind of king clubs and stuff. Another thing is the, that you can't, you may not think about this, but to- toy, adult toy stores and accessories um, type of stores like that. Now, I know that's for everybody, but it's, a, it's an avenue for us to, I mean, especially before Amazon, I guess you can get everything on Amazon now, but you know, there's it's an avenue for us to go get these kind of kinky toys. And some, some of the stores in Colorado are a little bit more kinkier than some of the other ones. Like it's it's really pretty cool and you go into some places and you can see uh a hand for anal fisting. Did you th- did y'all really think I was gonna go a whole episode without saying anal fisting? Fuck no. All right. But you know there's there's those a little bit kinkier type of places that that um kind of accessible. So oh um I got a, one of my friends mentioned to me that there was a place in Maryland and Maryland, um, is that the name of the state? Okay, so Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, he was like, it was a kink store upstairs, and it had a back door to the basement, which was a whole kink club. Fucking spectacular. I mean, that's that's like ideal. Like, bring, do some shit like that, where you basically get all brand new toys and go downstairs and use them. It's fucking great. Then we got, you know... I was back and forth on mentioning this, but you know, you say porn, so becoming a porn actress, you know, Pornhub or or actual becoming a porn star. I have I don't know why I have a problem with this. Is this being kink? Is this the kink world? I know, like I'm sure there's porn stars who've gotten to to the kink world or got into the porn world that knew nothing about kink, and then I mean. I guess so. You know, I guess that's included in that. Again, this goes back to the first one. You know, now you have video evidence of you, your nakedness, and you being a porn star. Are you okay with that? Understand, it's going to be with you for the rest of your life. And if uh, the if you're okay with that, shit, I'll stand right behind you and and um, support you on that stuff. But just be aware of those kind of things that you have to deal with. Okay. Next one is obviously one that I have too, and that's podcast. It's about expressing yourself through what this these new media t- um, types. When I mean podcast, I'm also saying webcast. You know, the whole YouTube thing and stuff like that. Um, this Clubhouse app, you know, that's communication through the telephone. Like it's 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 a way to kind of keep pushing our agenda of the kink world is. Uh, a good place to be. You can make it safe. It can be 
acceptable to a lot more people. And um, it's a great way to still make money if you can get to the point of monopolizing it. There's so many kink businesses out there or other businesses that want to advertise to us and to our people. And if you, um, if you just keep pushing and, and, and put something out there that people want to listen to, like, I know, I know for a fact that there are businesses that would want to get more into trans people, but they don't know how to get to it. You know, like, you know, and, and I'm not saying that all trans people are kinky, but I'm saying there's a big group, large group of trans people. There's, how do I get, I want to promote something to, to, uh, people of color, but, you know, not just the, uh, you know, general public. I want to do something that's a little bit more risque. Well, then it's through us. It's through our community. And if each one of us, it may be your white, black, Asian, whoever, if we express ourselves through the through this kink lifestyle, it will attract more business to you and to our community. And if you, like I said on the first one, or like I've said from the beginning, if we're trying to get to the po- the point of kind of normalizing it, and maybe normalizing it isn't the the best word, but it'll m- making it more acceptable, then we need those type of businesses that are okay with advertising it, with that are okay with putting dollars towards us, that are okay with advancing stuff in the in our community. That's why I, I always want to point out that. Um, uh, nonprofits, those nonprofits that are dealing with the kink world and the people that live in the kink world are extremely important. You know, that, that be, be very mindful about if you are in the lifestyle and if you have money that you're contributing to some of these, to these, um, uh, these nonprofits, because I mean, that it's, you want to talk about trying to create a new niche, you know, you're nonprofit and you're kinky and you're trying to grow knowledge and experience in that. That's fucking huge. So there's many professions within the kink world. And, um, uh, there's, there's the whole thing about, okay, how do I get, I how do I learn more Then Okay. I'm listening to your episode. How do I learn more and, uh, more in maybe personal touch to it? Well, Obviously, you can listen to me or you can um, message me in some kind of way, but there's um, definitely um, some other ways, and that is going to business networking events and being a part of uh, some different meetup groups and stuff like that. You know, like there's they're, they're easy enough to find, and they're they're on all kinds of uh, social media platform. But attending those type of things, I did find on. On uh, Clubhouse app, if you haven't heard of it, it's a kind of a newish app. I did find like kinky businesses and and kinky professionals on there that can help with that kind of stuff. Ilm um, is asking me to mention somebody's event. Okay, uh, uh, there's there's a person, a nice young lady. Uh, I guess where uh, I could I could mention her event. She's a I've known her for a little bit, but. Uh, um, her name is Kiki. She has a Kiki um, business networking event on the fourth Thursday in Denver. Uh, we don't have any more. She didn't give me any more details than that. But that uh, just you just have to maybe look up for it. It's a Kiki. Is it just called Kiki Business Networking? Yeah, it's on PetLife. 
then it's also on Facebook. Okay. So that's, you know, I just wanted to have an episode because it's, it's such an important part of, of what I do for my life. I completely believe in having freedoms and choices to, to maneuver in this world. And, and part of that is me being a, uh, an entrepreneur or uh, making my own money. I, people ask me, on, ask me all kinds of times, how do you make your money? You seem to do well. And you haven't had a job. I, you know, I had a job last year for about three months before COVID hit. And I was somebody telling me that I'm supposed to have a job. And since before that, I hadn't had a job in shit. I can't even tell you how many years. You know, but I've always made money. But, and legally, I do everything legally. And I just try to, um, um, I, I put emphasis, other things as more of an emphasis. And that is my, my freedom, my, my ability to move around without uh um barriers um like i can't i can't even imagine sitting at a desk and and working eight hours and no offense to anybody that does that but i just can't do it myself this is not that's not the way i i, I work so that's why i wanted to have this episode because i wanted people to be like damn well you know like how can i get more about how can i do this or you know like my job is hindering for me uh being kinky or vice versa and and i want to kind of bridge the gap of this of these two worlds. So that's really what I got about this. And I just wanted to emphasize the importance of what I thought was a very important issue in my life. And hopefully it will help expand people in their lives. Uh, there was there was a couple other new things that we didn't have written down, but I that I've noticed like when I was dealing with my uh my young slave, she there was a whole thing about which, which I know nothing about, but you know the whole gaming and it was like a kind of kinky gaming and um, some other things and that I don't have that knowledge of. But there's obviously for a lot of the younger generation to have more platforms and and information. That's super producer Dooley. Do you know of anything else in this young world's approach? No, I mean on Twitch, there's a lot of. Uh... Professional gamers who are good, uh-huh. and male, female, they have a good following. Uh-huh. There's also other people on Twitch that have the kinky approach to gaming. Ah, uh-huh. kinky approach to gaming. This similar like, face move where they like, look up and yeah. like, big tongue stuff as well. Yeah. It's a little weird, but uh, super you know, kinky costumes and yeah. stuff like that. Showing maybe a little under boob or something. Uh-huh. Like so like, it's like, but it's kinky gaming. It's kinky gaming. So it's drawing hmm. to a certain. Uh, certain yes. The young one. Yeah. So that. So I'm sure, like the younger younger folks. When I say younger folks, I mean the early 20s type of folks have uh, have created some new ways to to utilize uh, to make money in the kink world. And I don't know shit about it, but that's uh, definitely something that you can look into. Um, that's what I got for this week, and I and I wanted to uh, keep it short because we've been running them long. And uh, I'm just going to give you some information. Well, you know what time it is. And uh, then we got another beautiful story that's about to come up. Another female-led one. So I don't even get to read another story yet. So uh, with no further ado, it's your story time. Story time. Story time. It's story time. Motherfucker. I'm glad to be back here today sharing a story from a beautiful female body kinkster. Um, 
Well, I'm just going to jump into it because she's the, the story is really rich and full. So here I go. My very first swap share experience was when I was about 20. My best friend forever, a dear friend, was my roommate and had been dating my brother. He was breaking her heart. She was sulking and sad. My boyfriend came for a visit. And one night after a romp, my friend, friend came to the door upset. We invited her to come in. And I really don't know exactly how it all started. But after letting her cry about her failing relationship, all three of us started messing around. I remember whispering to him, quote, just go with it, unquote, because she was so sad and I thought it might help her feel better. I eventually stepped out of the room to give them privacy. My last semester in college, I met my now husband. We fell quickly and got married within a year of dating. No, I wasn't pregnant. He seemed, to, he seemed so straight-laced that my friends were afraid he'd crush my spirit and stifle me. We've been married 24 years, and FYI, he's not so straight-laced. About eight years into our marriage, we started doing some stuff. Fun with super close friends would sometimes lead to tits out, flirting, kissing, and eventually some swapping. Nothing ever regular, and it didn't seem really like much of a big deal. Thankfully, it never ruined any of our friendships. They all lived in other states. So, unfortunately, those experiences were few and far between. My hubby's big, bright idea about 11 years ago, he said, quote, You know, you can do whatever you want, unquote, implying that I can have sex with others. My first reaction was, Quote, what the fuck? Are you saying this because you want, want to step out on me? Unquote. I'm Hispanic and have been known to sometimes have a bit of an attitude. I said, you know, if you step out on me behind my back without telling me first, I'll chop your fucking dick off. <laughs> he immediately answered, that wasn't the case at all. And that he was fully aware that I was serious about what I threatened. For the record, I probably wouldn't actually follow through with something like that, but I tend to talk tough for emphasis and to get my point across. I can handle anything if I'm told up front, but I'm not a girl that's a big fan of surprises and being the last to know. In the beginning, I was honestly crushed. He was trying, was he trying to pawn me off on someone else? Was I not enough? My mind was blown. I had told myself all my life that marriage would be forever and I would be faithful and monogamous. The idea to do whatever I want was a foreign concept to me. He'd bring it up from time to time, reminding me he'd be okay with it. One night, I was out with a gal pal and had just enough liquid courage, was feeling randy, and decided to call my husband's bluff. I called him and told him about a guy at the bar that was inviting me to go with him back to his place. I thought for sure that he'd recoil his previous blessing. Nope. His response was, go for it. When I came home and told him about it, I could see the elation and thrill in his eyes. Before that one night, I did sort of start questioning, what if he changes his mind and then I miss out on this opportunity to try it? The thought of a possible missed opportunity was motivating. That one night, 
That one night stand turned into five years. It was such a fun time. I eventually decided that I didn't have to fully understand my husband's kink and instead came around to just accept it. Habits are hard to break, and after my friend and I stopped seeing each other, I was in a bit of a a funk. Hubby was sad for me. We were both bummed and missing our extra fun. Hubby eventually suggested that we go to a party, a Halloween party takeover at a hotel. Costumes, sexual energy, and free-spirited people all felt very welcoming. There was a vibe that night that just seemed right. That was our first introduction into knowing and experiencing that there's an entire community. We had no idea that there were other freaks like us in the world, let alone an entire community of them. Three and a half years ago, and that night changed our world. I met a friend that night that helped me navigate the community a bit and was a guiding light. I still appreciate the friendship to this day. We have met some lifestyle people who judge us for our kink, but we weeded through them. Our kink doesn't need to be everyone's kink, but it's nice to have met some great friends that are open-minded enough to accept and not judge us for all our craziness. Overall, it's been a great ride, and we've met some incredible humans. Well, thank you, Kingster. We appreciate you sending that in to us. Yo, Yam, thank you very much. That was actually a pretty good story. And um, God, for some reason, that entire story, the only thing I hear is her cutting his dick off. God damn, don't cut my dick off. Shit. And, you know, I, I was... You know, be, being from L.A. and uh, the area I was raised in in Colorado, I was around a lot of Latinos. And she's right. Them Latinos will cut your dick off. Not trying to generalize, but God damn, be careful. Make sure she understands how kinky y'all going to be. Otherwise, your dick going to be gone. Anyway, it was a good story, and I, and I, I really liked their approach to it. I mean, they... To be honest with you, that's probably almost an ideal approach to get into a lifestyle. You're with somebody, you've been together, and somebody has the balls enough to sit there and say, it's all right to be kinky. It's all right to go out and play with somebody else. And then you, instead of jumping into it, I mean, granted, there might have been a little bit of insecurities thinking, oh, I'm not enough and stuff like that. But once you've worked through that and took up that uh, opportunity where you, we, you know, I know who these people are. I met them. And, uh, um, they've obviously expanded into the kink world. You know, that uh that's a it's a long way approach, but it's a it's a good approach. I mean, just don't cut off nobody's dick. All right. I don't know, I can't get past that. Did you said you don't cut off his dick and and I'm sure there was, yeah, you said you may never have done that, but mm, mm, little Latino pride comes out there and that schlong is gone. And it's sausage for the night. You're going to be feeding sausage at the dinner table. I don't. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get past that. She cut off his dick. I'm like, ah, damn. You going to put that in the story? You could have left that part out. Okay. But, you know, I guess you're trying to make an emphasis that you're going to cut off somebody's dick if they cheat on you. So this is a, this is a very good ending to <laughs> a podcast. We were talking about business. Now we're talking about cutting off dicks. So hopefully that you had a, a great time. That was a good story. I, I, the we we've been wanting to read this story, but the the young lady that wrote the story first wrote us a goddamn book, and I couldn't. We was like, "How are we gonna read this? We can't read this story. It's a book." So she narrowed it down and made it very um, 
presentable for us to read. Um, so just to wrap up for today, um, the, the overall thing is be fine. If you're happy with your job, be at your job. If you're happy with your life, the way it is, be at your life. If you, if you, but if you wanted to be an entrepreneur or if you wanted to, to more being consumed into this lifestyle, I just wanted to mention those few ways. And I just wanted to expand your, your mind off of just OnlyFans or, or being a sugar baby or a sugar daddy or something like that or whatever the hell else they call them, sugar boys. Is that a, is that a term? Or what, what's the terms of um, um, gigolo or something like that? There's some other ways that if you have any kind of fucking motivation in your life and, and you want to expand, there's some, there's some avenues. If you have any questions for me, um, just uh, send it to um, questions at beyond-kink.com. I am very versed. I'll be, that's more of a kind of a mentoring thing, but that's, I'm very versed into the, the Colorado business, um, um, small business development. And um, I'll be more than happy to answer some questions and things like that. Now, there's one thing that uh, I wanted to say very much thank you, thank you to, and that's through the first five episodes. We've had fifteen hundred listen, fifteen hundred listeners. That I, I don't. That is fucking great. You know, let me get, just applaud y'all. We truly, all the whole team, truly appreciates that. It's been more than what we thought was going to happen, and um, we hope that it continues to grow. And we wanted to show our appreciation to y'all for for tuning in every week to listen to us and just. From me, from Master, thank you very much to everybody that's that's tuning in. Um, but I have to, Master has to beg, and I don't like to beg, but I gotta beg right now. We are running short on your stories. I know, I know, it's uh, maybe it's a little complicated to to um, really tell that story of how you got into the kink world, but we need more stories. Please, please help us out. Send us some stories. Your Y O U R story s-t-o-r-y at beyond dash or the hyphen kink.com send us your stories we need more stories otherwise you're gonna just keep hearing about my nasty ass stories and uh, maybe that's what y'all want but we would like to keep continuing to read other people's stories too and as always you know we're gonna check out for today and i just want y'all to do one thing for me Always keep it kinky. Peace. Shouts out to all the kinksters that tuned in this week to listen to another episode of Beyond Kink with Master D. Don't forget to like, comment, and hit that subscribe. To stay connected with me, Master Dion, follow at Beyond Kink on Instagram and all social media platforms. As always, keep it kinky. Keep it kinky.